Greetings, this is Carl. So about eight years ago, I was asked to be the bishop of a, a local congregation, a local unit in my church. And, and in my church, the bishop is a volunteer, a volunteer position who's sort of like the, the, the spiritual leader for a group of, let's say, between three and 500, <coughs> excuse me, three and 500 people, typically. And I, I just want to share an experience that I had over and over. Each Sunday, couples typically, but sometimes it was individuals, yeah, couples and individuals would come to meet with their spiritual leader. And I know that idea for some of you might be quite scary that I was the spiritual leader, but, but let's set that aside for a minute. They would come to meet with their bishop in this case. You could insert pastor or reverend or whatever, whatever works for you. Because they were carrying a burden. And the burden I heard the most about, the thing I heard the most from people was I just can't keep up. I just can't, like, I'm just not good enough. Look at everybody else. You know, I don't make, and you could, like, I don't make enough money. My kids aren't as successful. My, my life isn't going well. My business isn't, you know, whatever. I don't drive the car. Like, I'm struggling spiritually. Whatever it was, it was always a measure. It was, it was always a measure against everybody else because everybody else was doing awesome. And do you understand the point here? It was person after person after person that kept coming in to say the same thing. And after, you know, after I sort of caught on, I started just saying to people like, you know what's crazy about this? Is the last people that were in here were saying the same thing. And the people who come in after you are going to say the same thing. And they're, they're all pointing at you saying, I can't keep up with them. Like we're all pointing at each other saying we can't keep up. And it's amazing to me that we've set up this system where we've got a rule where we just can't ever be honest about like, I'm really struggling here. This is hard. I don't know how to keep up because we're all just keeping up. And I know most of us, if, if you're like me at least, most of us aren't doing it sort of explicitly. Like I'm not looking at my neighbor and saying, I want to compete with my neighbor by having a better house. I, that's not how it happens. It happens more sneakily, like, you know, it, it, it slips in. It's like just this slow raising of the bar everywhere that we're like, we've got to compete. We got to compete. We got to compete. You know, you just, all you do is go back and think like, my daughter is thinking about trying, she wants to buy an old Jeep and we're running across, you know, old Jeeps that don't have air conditioning. And my kids are like, whoa, the car without air conditioning? And I was just recalling, like, when I was growing up, air conditioning was an option that I paid extra for. When did we all start having a walk-in closet for every bedroom? When did we, you know, like, like, and so you start to see how these things have just crept in. And then they become sources of competition just on accident. And then we don't realize everybody's walking around saying the same thing. It's hard. I can't keep up. The burden's too much, but we're not allowed to say it out loud. It's like we're playing a game. Let me tell you a quick story. I remember um, we had these, friend, uh, these friends that were super successful. I'd known, I'd known her as a married couple. I'd known her 
um, since high school and she was successful in high school and she's been successful and the husband she married, they were friends with my wife, both of them. So like we'd known them, they were really successful careers and their kids were all amazing and everything was perfect. And one night we were at lunch, we were at dinner and they said something, she, she drove, she drove a, an older minivan. And one night at dinner, she said, the subject of cars came up or something. And she said, well, it's just not in the budget for us to buy a new one. And I remember being shocked, like what? I, like she just broke a rule. I thought we'd all agreed to pretend like it's always in the budget. I thought we'd all agreed if it wasn't in the budget to not say anything publicly because that would be, and she just broke a rule. I was like, wait, you're allowed to do that? We're allowed to say out loud? Oh, I can't afford that. Right? I mean, that, that conversation was 23 or 24 years ago. But it's still something I remember because we're all walking around playing this game. Look at my Instagram life. Look how awesome it is. And inside, I mean, if, if the stats are anything to go on, like we're all crushed. We're all just struggling to keep up. And so my suggestion is let's stop playing the game. I don't even know what that means. But find, let's find someone. I just finished a call with 80 people where we all decided collectively to stop playing the game. And it was amazing. Can you find one person today to not play the game with anymore? To just decide, like, this isn't working for me, whatever it is, the way I'm spending my time, my money, the people I'm trying to impress, like, whatever it is, find one person to say, I'm not going to play this game anymore. I'm not going to play this game anymore because we're all playing it. I've seen it all over the world. People come up to me after speeches I give. And in the audience, when I talk about this, they all have their arms crossed and like, it's not a problem. I don't even know what you're talking about. And then they come up to me afterwards in the conference room hallway, you know, maybe in the hotel, we bump into each other and they look around, like look over their shoulders to make sure no one's listening. And then they say, dude, I'm struggling with the same thing. I don't know what to do about it. So find one person. Because I bet, I bet it would be good for both of you. That wraps up today's episode of Behavior Up Radio.